Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. And wow, what a weekend it was. I hope you all had a great weekend to get out and enjoy. It was also a big weekend for news. Uh, so much going on. In fact, I putting together the outline for today's show. And I don't do a script. I don't have uh, written things. I just kind of have bullet points and I go through, I show the receipts. We discussed it a little bit and you guys can make up your own mind. I offer my opinion. And by the way, this is an opinion-based show. It's my opinion, my opinion only. So do with it what you will. I'll also show you the information that I talk about. And you can form your own opinion. Cool, huh? That's how the United States works. We can all have our own opinions and we all can exercise critical thought to arrive at the conclusions that we want to want to believe. So that that's what this is about. That's what podcasting is about. That's what journalism should be about. But the lamestream media and the legacy media has decided that they're not going to be about that. They're going to be about pushing the propaganda of the extreme commie Democrats. Anyway, over the weekend, we had, of course, you know, we've entered the weekend with big news about the first time of a president of the United States being indicted. We're going to talk about that and what he, how he responded and what he did over the weekend. It's Teflon Don, man. Hey, no big deal. Nothing happened. We're going to go get these dogs. And, oh, by the way, his poll numbers went up. They went up, yes, and in a bigly, in a bigly way. So we'll talk about that. Biden's follies, we're going to cover the follies over the weekend and the absolutely disgusting display at the White House with the pride flag flying at the same level as the United States flag with a groveling, weak, pathetic, Swiss cheese for brains, old man out there groveling to a small percentage of society saying that they represent America and we're going to show the world that we're a nation of pride. You know what? We are a nation of pride, buddy. Proud of our country, proud of our heritage, proud of our culture, proud of our American flag, not proud of you. Pathetic old man. A judge in California says that if men want to have a baby, that health insurance should cover the cost of a surrogate mother. Mm, yeah, there's a bill. There's a bill out there for that. In Washington State, the insanity continues as... A judge has ordered that a all-female nude spa, Korean spa, where they only allow females because it's all nude, uh, is going to have to allow people who identify as females, even though they're dudes just pretending to be women. So they're going to attract all kinds of perverts and freaks and stuff in there. So they're of choice, you know, either they can cover up or they can, you know, just go out of business or whatever. They also happen to be Christians, and Christians are always under attack. Tucker Carlson is doing his thing. He has another episode coming out tomorrow. Fox News has given him a cease and desist, but I don't think that's going to work. See, the thing is, the thing is, free speech, as much as the extreme commie Democrats try to control it, they can't. They can't. And we have platforms we can go on, Rumble, which is where, where I have chosen, uh, by the way, rumble.com slash the nun reporters, where you can find all of my videos and material. I put a lot of clips up there too. We can go on Twitter. We can go on all the podcast channels. We can get information out there. They hate it. They hate the fact that Americans have the right to exercise free speech and that there are platforms out there that actually allow it. They can't stand it because they can't control the information. They can't control, they can't entirely control the narrative. Now they're, they're little useful idiots out there that, <laughs> that, that it's just going to hang on every word they say that live their lives by sound bites, headlines, and titles. 
they're not going to change. They're still going to keep drinking the Kool-Aid, go after them. But the the middle ground, the independents, the the critically the critical thinking people in our society, they will listen to alternative viewpoints. They will digest a large range of information and make their own decisions because we're smart, sentient beings. And I like to think that people who search out podcasts and watch shows like mine are some of the smartest because you've decided that you're not going to just take whatever they feed you as gospel. You've decided to seek out your own information and amplify it. Share these things, share these videos, push the like button, subscribe to Rumble, subscribe to the channel. It's free. So much great information out there for free. So, so let's get started. President Donald Trump, and you know, when I was a kid, I was taught that once a president is a president, he's always president by title. There's no such thing as former president. You don't address them as for, that's so disrespectful. They're always president. And that's how it should be. So President Trump, of course, they're doing another sham investigation, an indictment of, of a bunch of dubious stuff. And keep in mind, man, a grand jury is a very low bar. They don't have to prove anything. They just have to convince enough of them that, yeah, there might be something here. So let's go ahead and recommend it for prosecution. That, that's, that's all it is. And it doesn't mean anything. They don't have to offer any actual evidence. Well, they, they offer evidence, but they don't have to prove any of it. And of course, they're only hearing one side of the story. But keep in mind, the bar for an indictment is extremely low. They took a bunch of BS document stuff. This is going nowhere. It's another big nothing burger. What did President Trump do? In response, well, no big deal. I'm just going to go to the Georgia GOP uh, uh, thing. I'm going to go to North Carolina and do the GOP thing there. I'm going to speak, you know, be the keynote speaker at these events and get record crowds, of course, in these great facilities, these great rooms. They put more people in there than they'd ever put in there before. He's received greatly wherever he goes. And, uh, oh, what else happened? After the indictment, there was a poll that's being conducted. It's a three-day rolling poll. And, uh, oh, first, let's, let's do this. So this was uh, Trump's response to the indictment, of course. America went to sleep. He truthed this. America went to sleep last night with tears in its eyes. Someday soon, however, it will be able to wipe away those tears and smile bigger than ever before. For we have defeated the radical left, Marxist, fascist, communist, lunatics, and deranged maniacs and cleared the path to put America first and then quickly make America great again. He's always talking about the future and positivity, whereas Biden is always talking about how, you, how can I divide this country? How can I divide them by race, by class, by social order, by sexual orientation? How can I divide the family? How can I divide children from their family? How can we take the children? How can we indoctrinate the children? How can we infuriate people? How can we bring people across the border unabetted? Always division with those extreme commie Democrats. So the idea, of course, of indicting Donald Trump is not necessarily to convict him, although I'm sure they'd love to, but it's to damage him, to damage him and damage the movement to discourage us to the point where we become irrelevant in the 2024 election. And it's not working. And they have no idea why, because they just don't get it. And they never will because they're too arrogant. Poll came out. It's a three-day rolling poll. 2024 Republican nomination. Who would you vote for today? Trump. Numbers went up in this poll. 
nearly 40% higher advantage over DeSanctus. So what does that tell you? That tells you that people said, you know what? We're on to you. We know your game. We know we've seen you do the Russian collusion BS. We've seen you do the Ukraine phone call BS. We've seen you do the January 6th BS, and it's all lies. Why, if you've screwed up all those and you were proven to be lying on all those, why would we believe you on this? It goes back to where I started off the show with is people who actually think, who exercise critical thought, who don't just get led around by headlines, titles, and sound bites, they're able to distinguish the BS from the non-BS. And that's what's happened. They don't control the narrative. Try as hard as they might. They don't. 61%, if the election were held today, likely GOP primary voters, would select Trump as their candidate. And there are other polls out there that show Trump beating Biden. That's why, that's why they're so desperate to get rid of him. That's why they're so desperate to stop the movement. That's why they're so desperate to, uh, to try to fraction us up. To, to try to discourage us. Don't be discouraged. Don't. Now is the time more than ever that we need to be encouraged. Look at this. This is great news. This is great, great news. I could go on. Let's, let's hear a few, few sound bites from Trump. I mean, like I said, I have so much happened over the weekend and I have so much material here put in, into queue. I could go on for probably two or three hours. Nobody wants to listen to me for two or three hours. We're already a quarter of the way through the show or so. Let's, uh, let's bounce through some of these clips really quick so that you can hear from President Trump himself if you didn't catch the whole speech. These are clips from North Carolina. Check it out. Now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. It's totally corrupt, and we can't let it happen. This is the final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will roll out the fake news media. We will expose the rhinos for what they are. We will defeat Joe Biden, and we will liberate America from these villains once and for all, we will liberate. We're going to liberate our country. And I believe him. And he's the only guy who could do it, by the way. I've, I've done shows on, on DeSantis, and, I, uh, and I've given you my opinion. I think he's vulnerable. I think he'll cave to the deep state because he has a young family that uh, can be exploited. And he will make compromises where compromises should not be made with people that they should not be made with. And that's my opinion. I'm standing by it. Here's another quick clip here from Georgia. Check it out. Or North Carolina. Now the Marxist left is once again using the same corrupt DOJ and the same corrupt FBI and attorneys general and local district attorneys to interfere in our election at a level that our country has never witnessed before. These criminals cannot be rewarded. They must be defeated. We have to defeat them soundly. In the end, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you, and I'm just standing in their way. (laughs) 
unlike uh, the DeSantis campaign, he did, they don't have to ask for applause. It just naturally happens when he says something good. I'll show you a clip later where DeSantis had to beg for, for oh, this is where you applause. Check it out. At the end of the day, either the communists destroy America or we destroy the communists. And never forget what the demented persecution of our movement is all about. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. We're the only ones that can do And he's right. Either the United States is going to go down the path of communism and, and state control over every facet of our lives and industry, or we're going to reclaim our freedom. And it has to happen in 2024. If it goes beyond that, if we get another four years of Kamala, or I mean Biden, because that's who you'd be electing in 2024 if you vote for Biden is, is a Kamala presidency, because we all know Biden's not going to make it all the way through. Why do people like Trump so much? Well, maybe it's stuff like this. Let's go into a Waffle House. Oh, look, we have the fake news media. Oh, everything good? I like the hat. You did a good job before with the pictures. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, everybody, for coming. It's a nice crowd. I love you, Donald. 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 I love that's why they like him because he can actually communicate with the people as a normal human being he's not he's not uh, stiff like well first of all he doesn't fight with them like angry joe does and he's not stiff like de sanctus is as he's getting introduced i believe this was in georgia check it out So I say again, don't be discouraged. That's what they want. They're trying to divide us and discourage the America First movement. And they're going to fail because the movement is too strong. It's become something bigger than them, bigger than itself, bigger than us. It's become a battle for the very freedom of this country, for the very future of this country, for, for ourselves, for our children, for our grandkids, future generations are depending on us right now to do the right thing, to make the right choices, to put the right people in as our representatives so that this republic can continue to be great and become even greater than it's ever been before. And anybody who can't see that Anybody who can't see that if we continue down the same, the path we're on right now leads to the destruction of the Republic. We need to stop it. And it starts right now. And Donald Trump, President Donald Trump is the man to do it. So again, I could go on with all kinds of uh, sound clips. He did uh, uh, just... I mean, you know, he's, he meets with the people. He's a, he's a people's president, you know. Um, president, this is Bonnie. Hi. Can you tell them the story, please? I am a member.
Medal of Honor portrait artist. Um, this is Sergeant Major Pat Payne, who you awarded the Medal of Honor. And um, this is actually his signature. Do you think I could look like that if you did me? Absolutely. Give me that perfect jaw. Absolutely. <laughs> and they just can't figure it out. That drives me nuts. Here's a little bit of analysis. Um, you see how he communicates with the people. He, he he's amiable. He he's humble. He's real. He's authentic. People remember until he came down that golden escalator. They loved Donald Trump. Hollywood loved him. All the Democrats loved him. All the elite politicians loved him. They thought he was a great guy. And uh, as soon as he decided to run for president, because they knew that they couldn't control him in the political arena, and he was kind of a loose cannon, then they decided that he must be destroyed. So obviously it's political. Obviously the Russian hoax and the Ukraine hoax were political. Now we have the document hoax. I mean, imagine this, a president of the United States being uh, charged with, with espionage. That's like leaking state secrets to our enemies, selling state secrets to our enemies. It's BS. It's not going down. Check this one out. In fact, guys, this is such an unbelievable route of the establishment and the old apparatchiks here. It is such a route that the majority of the Republican statewide elected officials didn't come. This Starting is Georgia. with Governor Kemp didn't come. Brad Raffensperger, not here. Attorney General Chris Carr, not here. Insurance Commissioner John King, not here. They boycotted it. Mike Pence was supposed to be the keynote speaker at the dinner Friday. He bailed. Why? Because he was going to get heckled off the stage because we took the thing over. So exit Pence, in comes Carrie Lake, who did a spectacular job yesterday. So no, not DeSantis, he was supposed to be here. He bailed because he'd get booed. This is a complete takeover of a major political party. Yeah, look, it's over. It is over. Take the old GOP, stick a fork in them, and roast them because they are done. The GOP no longer exists. The Republican Party no longer exists as it once was. Donald Trump started a movement that continues to thrive and grow and gain momentum that changed the Republican Party forever. People like McConnell, people like Lindsey Graham, people like Mitt Romney, out. Their days are numbered. They're dinosaurs. They don't understand their party has been taken from beneath them. The spineless, schmarmy, thin-lipped mm, sellouts. The rhinos. And I call Lindsey Graham one. Uh, they're, they're done. They're done, man. Don't get discouraged. We got the upper hand. They wouldn't be trying so hard to take down Trump and to silence us if they thought they were in control. The reason they're panicking, the real reason they're going after Trump so hard, the reason they're going after us so hard, the reason they're trying to silence our speech and censor us is because they're scared and they've lost control. That's why. So be proud. Give yourself a little pat on the back and keep going out there and doing what you're doing. All right. Let's... Uh, Let's move on here a little bit. Um, oh, one more thing before we go, before we uh, change topics here. Of course, he's going to be indicted tomorrow down in Miami. They're going to do the official thing. And 
there's going to be a little bit of a rally. I, I think a few people might show up. They're pretty, they kind of like Trump down in Florida. And they, they're good at tying flags with their trucks. They have boat parades. They do all kinds of things. Uh, word is people are already gathering. And of course, the left is going to say, look, he's calling for another insurrection. No, man. Guess what? We have the freedom of speech, the freedom of assembly in this country. And it, you can try to stop it. But every time you do, you just strengthen it. Every time you try to stop us, you strengthen our resolve. Every time you try to shut us up, we just speak louder and prouder. So go ahead. Go ahead. Try to stop us. Okay? All right, moving on. Uh, we had the sweaty meatball, uh, Ron DeSantis. He was doing some stuff this weekend as well. He was in Oklahoma. Uh, apparently, his can't, his, they, need to, they need to work on their contract and their riders because there was no AC in the facility. People are dropping like flies with medical emergencies. You know, they're passing out because they're, they're dehydrated and, and heat exhaustion and heat stroke. And uh, look, at, look at the sweaty meatball up there behind the microphone to Sanctus. He's, he's just uh, drenched in sweat. Now, to his credit, after they got out of the, the hot box there, he did go outside. There was a lot of people outside because it was just too warm inside. They couldn't stay in there. And so they're outside. To his credit, he did jump up in the bed of a pickup truck and he addressed the crowd. Good for him. You know, and, and I, I'll point out, man, I'll point out, if Trump is not the nominee of the Republican Party, I will support whoever is. But uh, I don't think it's going to be anybody else. I think the race is over. They may as well just cancel the primaries, get rid of everybody, and Trump could just hold rallies from now until 2024 and win in a landslide. I'm perfectly happy with that scenario. I think a lot of you would be as well. All right, moving on here. I'm not going to talk about Ron DeSantis here too much. He had a kind of a bomb at a rodeo. People are like, uh, who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is. Why is he here? Oklahoma's not too big on uh, Ron DeSantis. All right, on to the weirdness segment here, and then we're going to bounce over to the Biden's follies over the weekend. Check this. We all know there's been uh, massive wildfires up in up in Canada, and all of their smoke is coming. A lot of their smoke is coming down here, and you can't you can't make this stuff up, people. So we've got a, an administration that's declared war on the fossil fuel industry. They're going to cram solar and wind down our throats, whether it makes any sense or whether the infrastructure is there for not, whether it's reliable or not, whether everybody can get it or not, and whether it's expensive or not. They're going to cram it down our throats. Smoke from Canada's wildfire caused U.S. solar power production to plunge over 50%. <laughs> Remember when the ice storms stopped the windmills in Texas from working and their power grid basically failed? What happens? See, that's the thing. Solar panels don't work efficiently on cloudy days. They don't work when there's massive smoke from fires. So what's the backup plan? Oh, there's not one? That makes a lot of sense. Let's put all of our eggs in one basket, one very expensive, inefficient basket. <laughs> the jokes make themselves, man. You don't even need to... Don't even need to expound on him. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, and I've talked about this before, man. Uh, hang on here. <laughs> this guy, excuse me for a second. All right. <clears throat> My throat's kind of harshed out from over the weekend, so I might, got a, might have got a little dehydrated there one night. Anyway, <clears throat> Joe Biden has a, 
when you go on a stage, there is a stage, you know, exit entrance, and there's a stage right and left. You orient them based on the direction you're facing. So if I'm facing you, my right is stage right. To you, it's the left because you're looking the other way. Stage left is my left, stage left, whoever's on the stage, okay? When he leaves a stage after after an event, after he's been speaking, he's got a 50-50 chance of leaving the right direction. Now, keep in mind, they tell him which direction to go. When it's over, you're going to exit stage right. It's probably even on a note card or on the teleprompter. You are going to exit stage right. He's got a 50-50 chance of getting it right, even if they told him nothing at all. And every time this happens, I just, I just shake my head. Check this out. He's lost. Where am I going? Uh, sir, uh, we're supposed to exit the other way. Oh. What an embarrassment. They're like, they're, they're off the stage. What, what's he doing? Where, where's, where's the president going? He doesn't know what he's doing. He's probably going over to sniff somebody. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> they had to go get him. Uh, sir, Mr. President, um, we're exiting this way. Oh, okay. He does his zombie walk over to, to the exit on the right, on the stage right side. Um, maybe they need to put little arrows on, on the podium. You know, a huge arrow pointing which direction to go when he's done. Maybe that would work. I don't know. I don't know, man. He had some doozies to say. Oh, well, first, of course, uh, what do we think about that? I think the best thing for Joe Biden to do in this campaign is to keep showing uh, that he is an effective and capable president by continuing to solve big problems. What big problems has he solved, I wonder? So, in all fairness, we showed you some sound bites from Trump from his weekend. Let's let's take a, a listen to a few sound bites from President Joe Biden. I signed a historic executive order strengthening civil rights protections for he's running from me. I don't know where he's going. Do that again, man. You're a sprinter. I can you you can What is that? Squirrel. What is that? He just kind of wanders off and starts talking about this. I'll just, hey, oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, okay. I guess I was doing something. Let me, let me get my attention span back here. What was I, what was I talking about? Man, people, this is scary. The world leaders watch this. They watch this. Now, of course, his whole event was about lifting up a small segment of society over that of others. And what's interesting to me is um, they're trying to make this a genderless society, but at the same time trying to give rights to people who exercise whatever gender they want to be. So they're trying to have it both ways. There is no gender. You can be whatever you want to be, but we're going to give preferential treatment, preferential rights to people who orient sexually a certain way. We all talk about courage. Well, I see more courage in this lawn than I've seen in any time in the recent past. He's talking to a gathering of LGBTQI plus X factor Z, whatever you want to call them. And he's uh, 
saying that he's never seen more courage. He was just at the Naval Academy. He was just at the Air Force Academy for their commencement speeches. How about those people in Afghanistan? How about those 13 Marines that died? Huh? How about the people who were killed by Iranians in Syria? Hmm? Were they courageous? No, no. No, these gay people on the listening to you talk on the White House lawn are the most courageous people you've ever seen in a long time. Pathetic. What a pandering, pathetic old fool. God. Next. This year, we're committing more mental health resources and new funding for programs to help families support and affirm their kids. A new federal initiative to address the LGBTQ homelessness. More people to affirm their kids. I'm assuming he's talking about gender affirmation. What else would he be talking about? And then the last cut before I go on to the biggest embarrassment of all. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. What the hell is he talking about? Where, what is this? When did this happen? Somebody got thrown out of a restaurant for being gay? Wait a minute. When? In 1975? Are you, are you flashing back to your young Senate days? So you wake up in the morning gay with the person you love, and then that afternoon you get thrown out of a restaurant because you're gay? What? God, the lies. The lies. These people are shameless. But the most shameful moment of all from these people who have no ethics, morals, standards, or God was this. They thought it would be a good idea to fly the pride flag. Of course they did. Of course they did. Because this is the new religion. I thought we were supposed to separate church and state. This whole... Uh, LGBTQI plus religion that's taking over the country by force. Actually, they're not, but that's what they'd have you believe. Um, here's the White House on Easter, on Veterans Day, on Christmas, and then on Pride Month. So not only did they do they not honor any of the other major holidays, Memorial Day, there's, I mean, I could go on and on. There's, there's, they don't do this. But they decide during Pride Month, they're going to not only fly a pride flag, but they're going to fly it at the same level equally as the United States flag. Not only is that obviously wrong, I think that common sense would dictate that, right? It goes against the the uniform flag code in several ways. What does the flag code say? Well, let's take a look at it. No other flag or pennant should be placed above or if on the same level to the right of the flag of the United States of America, except during church services conducted by naval chaplains at sea when the church pennant may be flown above the flag during church services for the personnel of the Navy. No person shall display the flag of the United States 
nations, or any other national or international flag equal, above, or in a position of superior prominence or in honor to or in place of the flag of the United States at any place within the United States or any territory or possession thereof, provided that nothing in this section shall make unlawful the con- continuance of the practice heretofore followed of displaying the flag of the United Nations in a position of superior prominence or honor and other national flags in position of equal prominence of honor with that of the flag of the United States at the headquarters of the United Nations. So the only exception is at the headquarters of the United Nations, their flag may be flown higher. Within the United States, no flag is to be flown higher. Now, they probably look at that and go, well, it doesn't say, it just talks about nation flags. It doesn't talk about, uh, you know, movement flags or ideological flags. And transgenderism is an ideology, by the way. It's hijacked the gay movement. I've done shows on that. I'm not going to rehash that. But uh, we know that it's hijacked the the uh, LGB movement and it's destroyed it, actually. So that's just disgusting that they would would do that. And on the same notes, in Washington State, shifting on here, I'm, I'm from Washington. It's crazy, I know. I don't know, why do I stay here? I don't know, man. I was, I was raised, born and raised in the Northwest, and I've just, uh, I've raised my family here. They're all, they're all grown now. I can move on pretty much anytime I want, and I probably will soon. Haven't decided where. Maybe I'll get, you know, maybe uh, the Nen Report will go on the road. I'll just get a big ass forty foot fifth wheel, and we'll just hit the road. We'll do shows. I'll get my Starlink, my mobile Starlink, on the on the fifth wheel. And I'll just do my shows from wherever we show up. Here's Dan Nunn from Oklahoma. Dan Nunn with the Nunn Report from Texas. Dan Nunn with the Nunn Report from Wyoming, from Florida, from New York. That might be fun. Hmm. Might be honest. Maybe I'll do that. We talk with local people too and do different things. I could, different places. I can have guests live right there. I'm sure I could build out uh, one of the rooms inside the fifth wheel into a studio pretty easily. Anyway, in Washington State, uh, Jason Rance is a great, great local reporter we have up here. He's featured often on Newsmax and Fox News and lots of other outlets. A judge forces women's nude spa to accept biological men. That's right. It's now being forced that it's a nude spa for women. But now they must accept men in the, in the you know, because of equity and equality and fairness. A Seattle judge, <laughs> Seattle, of course, and now the state of Washington is forcing a local woman, women-only nude spa to admit biological men. The state has effectively declared that women's and religious rights are no longer valid and biology no longer exists. You know, I'd be saying, well, what do you mean religious rights? Well, this particular spa happens to be uh, people of Korean descent and within the, the Korean community. They're also very stout Christians not just the owners of the spa, but the people who work there and many of the people that regularly go there. They don't want to be exposed to men. Olympus Spa is a traditional Korean spa with locations in Tacoma and Linwood. According to court documents, it operates under the female-only policy restricting transgender women unless they've gone through post-operative sex confirmation surgery. The spa cites the rule as essential for safety, legal protection, and well-being of our customers. Makes sense, right? and is based on the owner's Christian values that demand modesty as between the sexes and that a male and female should not ordinarily be in each other's presence while in the nude unless married to each other. As such, the spa attracts employees and customers who are deeply religious 
with employees who refuse to perform massages or body scrubs on naked men. Oh, fine. That's fine. No problem here. But oh, no, 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 no. Transgender activist Haven Woolwich didn't care about the owner's religious values. In fact, he probably abhorred them and intentionally attacked them and sued them because of them. While identifying as a woman, Wilvich is a biological man, and being nude at the spot is a violation of the rules. After a phone call confirmed the rule barred attendance, Vilvik filed a complaint with the Washington State Human Rights Commission in February of 2020. Long story short, finally, a judge ruled that, yes, you, a, a Christian, all-female nude spa, must allow men in there. So what's the spas? What are their options at this point? They can... I guess they can switch to, you know, take take away the nudeness. In which case, they'll lose customers. Why does this guy want to go in there? If they could close. But why does this dude want to go in there? Any guy who's going to want to go into this spa because it's all female and naked and he's identify as a woman and go in there and be with all these naked women, they're freaking perverts. They're depraved. They're disgusting. They're predators. They're pathetic. There's no excuse for a biological male to be in a private woman's space, a bathroom, a locker room, a members-only exclusive nude spa for women. Under no circumstances, at any time, should a biological male be in the presence of a female. And more so, there is no time that a female should be forced to accept a male's presence while she's undressed without her consent. But oh no, not in the woke, insane days that we live in today. The United States is going down the shitter faster than a... Than a Binford 2000 toilet. Some of you older folks will get that reference. Maybe Tim Allen will chime in. Anyway, it's disgusting. It's in the news. It's happening. And, uh, and it continues on. We need to get people elected into office that will stop this insanity. Another story from the left coast. We love, I mean, the left coast, man, California, Oregon, and Washington, chop off the western half of those states and let them fall into the ocean, seriously. Because the east side of the states aren't bad. The east side of the states are pretty conservative. But we all get controlled by, you know, Seattle's King County, uh, Oregon's controlled by Multnomah County, and, of course, uh, California's controlled by Orange County around LA, the great population centers. Get, cut out those cancers, Pretty cool states, actually. California moves to provide surrogates to gay male couples in the name of fertility equity. They just make shit up, man. How many times have I talked about them? They just make up new terms. They change the definitions of existing words and terms to meet whatever agenda that they want to push. And why do they want to do this? What is the purpose? What is the purpose? Fertility equity? What the hell is that? Gosh. You know, 
you have to be a female to have babies, okay? If you want to be gay, fine. Be gay. If you like butt sex, fine. Do it. But do that knowing that you're not going to have children. Via natural methods, you can adopt. Oh, anyway, Senator down there, Caroline Menjavar, a Democrat who wrote this bill, said the bill will ensure that queer couples no longer have to pay out of pocket to start families that non-queer, then to pay out, start out families that non-queer families. So equality. So because somebody's non-queer, because they're like normal and straight and have sex between a male and female and make babies, they're going to be penalized and have to subsidize the insurance. See what they want? They want the, to force the insurance companies to cover a surrogate mother to carry the baby for two dudes. This bill is critical in achieving full lived equality for LGBTQ plus people as well as advancing well-rounded and comprehensive health care for all Californians. Hey, yay, hey, hey. So two dudes want to have a baby. She wants to force insurance companies in the state of California to pay for a surrogate mother to be inseminated, I'm, I'm sure, with one of the dudes' sperm. Gestate the baby and then give it to the dudes. And that's supposed to all be paid for by insurance in the name of, you know, fertility equity. Men can't get pregnant. Choices have consequences. If you want to be in a gay monogamous relationship, fine. You're not going to have kids via natural methods. Those are the consequences. Go adopt, Okay. Lots of opportunities out there for that. And the final story uh, that I have coming up here today is one that uh, is going to be fun to watch over as time goes on. Uh, Fox News, as, as everybody is must be aware by now, uh, fired, basically, in essence, canceled Tucker Carlson's show. Now, they didn't fire him. He's still under contract. But they think that they should have control over him, over his speech and exclusive control over him. Now, Tucker's brilliant. A lot of people are, are, are going, and this is, I don't know this for a fact, but this is my hypothesis. This is what I'm thinking is going on is because a lot of people are like, why is Tucker going to Twitter? Why would he do his show on Twitter? Well, he has no contract with Elon Musk. There's no money that's been exchanged. I, I hypothesize that he is betting on future, the future of Twitter, that future ads, future stuff on his show there will provide income because you know he's not going to do it for free forever. But I don't think he's being compensated right now. And I don't know that for a fact, but I don't think he is. Fox is trying to say, they've sent him a cease and desist and they've said, look, you belong to us. They want to silence him. This is so much crap. They, they cancel his show, keep him under contract so that he can't talk until after the 2024 elections. And his monologues are hugely popular. And they, they get the point out. So they sent him a cease and desist. Fox News is still paying Carlson, and they claim that the host content must remain exclusive to the News Corporation through December 31, 2024. This would keep the 
popular news host quiet. He's had he's done two episodes on Twitter, combined 170 million views. More than a week's worth of views of the entire programming of Fox. <laughs> it's hilarious. And what Tucker's done is brilliant because what he's saying is, I'm not violating my contract. I'm exercising my right to free speech. You can't stop me from going on a social media platform and talking. How do you argue that? If he's not being compensated for his Tucker on Twitter, all he's doing is going on an open source media platform, a social media platform, and saying his opinion, just like hundreds of thousands of other people do every single day. First Amendment, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. Carlson is making the argument that his First Amendment rights allow him to post material on the social media platform. He's also suggested that Fox is guilty of material breaches of his contract. So Fox has to prove, or they have to basically argue that an employee of theirs is not allowed their First Amendment rights of free speech. Good luck with that. I'd like to see where that one goes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So what was his response? Well, their response is the third installment of Tucker on Twitter will be Tuesday. That's tomorrow, Tuesday, June 13th. And he's going to address the indictment of President Trump. And that should be an interesting one. I'm going to tune into it. I've already watched his first couple of ones several times, man. I miss the guy. I used to, every morning, I start my workout out when I'm warming up on my incumbent bicycle, getting the getting the blood pumping and getting the the, the muscles loose and joints loose and stuff. I just plug his monologue on and I just do my thing. 10 minute monologue and, and or 13 minutes, however long it was. That's about how long I want to warm up for. And, uh, and that's what I did. And I miss that, man. I find myself watching reruns. And, uh, and I, I watch gut, gut filled too. Sometimes I can, I can do gut filled. He's, he's pretty funny. Um, a lot of the other hosts there, I just can't, I can't do Hannity. I really, man, I, I can Jesse waters in doses, uh, but without Tucker Carlson, man, Fox News doesn't really get any of my viewership anymore. And I search it out in other places. Here's some of the stuff that's going on. The last sorts of things I want to cover. Here's a follow-up on the uh, the school district down in California. Remember the high school uh, school district, Glendale, that had a bunch of Armenian parents that were upset at their curriculum for their kids and pushing the gay stuff on them and all that. Well, someone's been arrested for the violence that happened outside. And it wasn't one of the Armenian parents. No, no. It was Antifa, uh, a guy named Boyd. And Andy Ngo reported on this. One of the violent suspects arrested in the brawl outside the Glendale, California school district confirmed to be Los Angeles Antifa member, Eric Boyd. Oh, yes. Born October 2nd, 87. Of course, that's about when he was born. $10,000 bail was quickly covered. He came ready for violence against Armenian-American parents by wearing riot gear. Boyd has a long history of organizing with Antifa in Southern California. Why is Antifa not labeled a terrorist organization? BLM is toast. BLM, did they went their way because they got scammed for millions of dollars and they're going bankrupt. BLM is done. It was a scam from the very beginning. All you useful idiots fell right into it. 
then you bounced on to your next cause. Oh, where's my next cause? What's our next purpose? Tell me. I don't know what it is. So tell me what I need to do next. And I'll just go do it. Bunch of useful idiots. Antifa is an antagonist terrorist organization and should be labeled as such. By the way, what's illegal about white supremacy? Apparently white supremacists are the, are the uh, greatest threat to domestic security. And uh, even if that were true, is, is being a white supremacist against the law? I know being a rapist is. Being a pedophile is. White supremacy is abhorrent and absolutely wrong. But is it against the law? Bam. Think about it. We need to start enforcing laws and not ideology. The pride parades that are bouncing around. Here's one example. You have uh, some protesters at a pride parade here. You can see the guy is standing there with a thing called fear of God. There's children present, of course, because they want to make sure they expose and groom as many children as possible to their ideology. How do they how do they respond to these protesters? By miming performing sexual acts on them. A dude in a G-string. These people belong, they're certifiable, absolutely certifiable. They belong in mental institutions. Here's one more example. Oh, actually, hang on a minute. Yeah, so here's one more example. Look at the kids. They've got all the kids with their pride flags and their pride tutus and their pride skirts and all this BS. Although she doesn't look too excited. Celebrating freaks. The only reason to dress and act that way is for attention. And look at it. Disgusting. They're grooming an entire generation, by the way. And lastly, this was at a high school. The teacher is showing uh, pictures of Pride events and the high school students are having none of it. Uh, hopefully the audio turned out okay because the video is not very good, but check this out. Okay, this is a math class. It's not a sex ed class, not biology, it's not science or any of that. This is a math class. And the teacher is forcing the students to watch this. They obviously are not into it. They don't want to. They're booing it. And her response is, you will be quiet and watch this or I'm going to give you Saturday detention. And you tried to tell me they're not 
They're not after your kids. They're not after indoctrinating and controlling the kids. That's absolutely what they're doing. I'm going to leave you with one more thought. I don't remember where I grabbed this from, but I can prescribe to this. And this is why you don't need to be discouraged and why you need to participate in the process. Go to your school board meetings. Go out and sign those petitions. If you can't do it or you're unable to do it, drop a check to somebody who will. Even if it's just five bucks, man, it all helps. Follow shows like mine, rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Share them. Amplify the voices that are out there saying what needs to be said. Don't do this. I didn't speak up because I'm still in school. You got something to lose, right? I didn't speak up because I'm starting my career. I didn't speak up because I have a mortgage and a family. I didn't speak up because I worked too hard to get to where I am. And if those are the excuses you've been using, face the truth. You didn't speak up because you're a coward. This is the end game, people. This is the time that we need to speak up loud and proud and without apology for simply prescribing to values, godly values, principled values, patriotic values, that America is great, that American exceptionalism is good, that having morals and absolutes, moral absolutes, is the correct path. It's back. It's the only way to have a law-abiding a law society. If you don't have laws with consequences, I mean, California's trying to make it so that you can't be punished for shoplifting. Basically, it's free-for-all. Walk into a store, grab anything you want without threat of being punished for it. If you don't have moral absolutes and if you don't have, if you have a lawless society and you don't have consequences for actions, you don't have a society. You have anarchy or totalitarian dictatorship, one or the other. If they can destroy the fabric of our society, they're doing it for their own powerful gain. They're doing it for their own gain. They want power, they want control, and they want money. Oftentimes, those all come together. How do you think people are building $200 million net worths in Congress when they only make $174,000 a year. Now's the time. Don't get discouraged. Stay the course. Fight the good fight. Be strong. Be faithful. Be courageous. Speak loudly. Speak it often. And speak it with conviction. Because America is worth fighting for and America is worth speaking out for. Saving this country for future generations so they can enjoy the same freedoms that we've had for our lives should be, after God, your number one priority. Because it involves your family. God, family, country. Saving America is about your family and your country. Thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com, make sure to earn the podcast channels. I'm on iHeart, Apple, Google, all of them, Amazon. If you've just been listening because that's your thing, check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. 
you can watch all the videos and everything that I put up here. I surely appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you follow. It's free. Get yourself a Rumble account. There's so much great information on Rumble and it's, it's free speech. It's a free speech platform. They're not going to shut down the accounts that are there. You can get so much information. It's free. Subscribe to Rumble. Follow my channel. I appreciate it. It helps amplify it. The likes help a lot as well. You can catch me on all the socials at The Nun Report, except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. And also Twitter is a little bit different. It's not The Nun Report. It's just at Nun Report on Twitter. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com and link into everything. One stop, one shop, easy peasy. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.